Admonish one another. Astonish one another. It's Rhyme and Reason, episode 299. Hey there, Tony here, and it is another episode of Rhyme and Reason. I'm sure glad that you tuned in. I, I'm glad you had a moment that you could take and set aside to have me in your ears in some form or another coming into your um, where, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, I appreciate it more than you know. I always say that it means the world to me, and it really does. And I just want to also toss this in there. Can you believe it's already June of 2019? Gosh, as I'm recording this, it's June 1st of 2019. Wow. I can't believe it seems like we just got over Christmas and New Year's and all that. And suddenly we're looking at warm weather and, you know, summer. Gosh, it's just it's crazy how fast it's going. So I'm not going to dwell on the weather. I'm not here for the weather report. I'm, I'm going to talk about admonishing one another. And um, it kind of came up in a, in a topic of, of uh, discussion this past weekend. I was out of town, my wife and I, my lovely Elgeline and I were out of town and we talked with some Christian friends of ours and this kind of came up. It was not exactly this particular thing, but it was around this about uh, what goes on in most churches nowadays. And it reminded me of, um, if you go to TonyFunderberg.com and you look at the header, you see kind of like a triple picture of me there and one of me there is playing the keyboard, and on the keyboard it says Colossians 3.16. And so that kind of tied in with what we were talking about, admonishing one another. And I'm going to go ahead and explain what I'm talking about, because if you look up admonish in the dictionary, you might come to a conclusion that it's, it's something harsh, you know. Um, for example, here's how one dictionary defines it. They say it's uh, to warn or reprimand someone firmly or to warn someone of something to be avoided, like he admonished the people against the evil of such practices. Um, but it, it kind of gives you the impression that you're getting on to somebody, you know? And, you know, we know that Christians shouldn't be like that to one another, right? Should they? Well, actually, God inspired Paul to write to the Colossians and tell them to admonish one another. He said to do it. So if Christians shouldn't be that way, well, why did Paul urge the Colossians to be that way? Maybe he just meant them, though, right? Not us. Hmm. Well, uh, if you finish that verse, you'll see that it's, he's talking about to admonish one another in, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, I want to ask you, does that sound like what typical songs in your church do these days? Do pastors urge their congregations to teach and admonish one another in spiritual songs? I haven't been to churches, I don't think ever, uh, with, the, with the exception of one um, that I can think of right offhand. No, that didn't come up. Um, maybe your church is like this. Maybe they spend more time talking about tithing and raising money for the latest cause or the outreach or a new church building, you know, or uh, something along those lines. That's what I tend to hear in most of them. Praise and worship time in many, if not most, of those Christian churches these days seems to be really more of a mini concert or a time to repeat a mantra, a soundbite, you know, for entrancing the flock. 
There's not much admonishing going on, that's for sure, but it's maybe just an old-fashioned idea. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not appropriate for today's modern and more enlightened churches. Or maybe it is. I'm going to share this song with you, and I'll be right back. Just me, I need to be judged correctly.
Yep, he's the one true way to peace. And I think most Christians can agree on that, I hope. And uh, did you notice in the first couple of lines of that song, it said, judge me, I need to be judged, correct me whenever I'm wrong. And that ties in. See, that's a that's kind of an admonishing type of thing. I was aiming it at myself, really, because that's who you should admonish first is yourself. You know, the Jesus talked about taking the plank out of your own eye. And I don't know about you, but I've had planks in my eyes before and had to take them out so I could see the speck in my brother's eye. And that kind of ties in with admonishing one another. And if you're still in disagreement, you know, because you say also we shouldn't judge, that's probably something else you should read in the Bible. In the Corinthians, check those, uh, check those letters out that Paul wrote to the Corinthians where he talked about judging. Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty big thing right there, too. And uh, there's, a, there's an internet marketing phrase used a lot these days called, they'll say, evergreen content. And it means content that's, you know, just as relevant years ago or years from now as it is today. And I'd like to suggest to you that there's no content more evergreen than what you'll find in the Bible. God's Word doesn't age any more than God Himself. What was written to the Colossians 2,000 years ago, it's completely relevant for us today. But I want you to not lose sight of this one key thing here. Don't forget grace. Admonishing isn't supposed to be a way of showing how much you know. In fact, Paul told the Colossians to sing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. That's vitally important to remember. Jesus knows you and yet he still offers his grace to you. Think about that. I think, you know, you've, if you've ever listened to Dave Ramsey, people will ask him how he's doing, and he says, better than I deserve. Right. We don't deserve God's grace. So he still offers it to us. And he inspired Paul to tell us when we're admonishing each other in songs to do it with grace in our hearts to the Lord. So... I want to work on that, and I want that to come across in any music and any uh, anything that I'm sharing here on uh, Rhyme and Reason or on TonyFunderburk.com. And I would ask you also to pass it on. With grace in your heart, you can admonish one another when it's appropriate, but never forgetting the one who needs and wants it most. That should be you. All right. Who's ready for some serious praise and worship? Okay. All right. Um, Well, that does it for this episode of Rhyme and Reason. And uh, I want to remind you that this is episode 299. And I have been saying off and on, probably not as much as I should have, that in episode 300, I would announce three winners of people who are winning my millions and millions of songs. I don't really actually have millions and millions. I was just saying, you know, that it's it's a lot. Let me just put it that way. It's a lot got a bunch of songs, and I'm going to have three winners on the next episode. And until then, I want to remind you that there is a rhyme and reason to life because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason.